Hey, loyal listeners, uh, just a couple of quick notes before we get into the bulk of the interview, just stuff to keep in mind, because I think we sort of skim over a couple things that aren't essential to the interview, but you might be wondering about a couple things. So, uh, one, uh, we do talk about the fact that uh, Stefan works in the theme park industry. Uh, what we sort of glaze over is the fact that uh, Jordan is an editor uh, with Marvel Comics. So, uh, we talk about him a little bit in his day job, but we don't really bring up the whole thing, so I just thought I'd clarify that. The other thing is you hear us joking a little bit here and there about the about uh, somebody appearing on a game show. Uh, <laughs> that somebody was Stefan. Uh, approximately a day before we recorded this interview, an episode of Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady uh, came out, which uh, Stefan and his wife appeared on as contestants. Um, I won't go too, too much into it, uh, but uh, yeah, they he was on like national TV playing on a game show, and uh, they did quite well. So when you hear us reference it a little bit, that's what we're talking about. Uh, now, without further ado, uh, Kirby Crackle, you can kick the music in anytime now. Set your phasers to sexy! Welcome, loyal listeners, to another special episode of True North Nerds. Uh, you've heard me and actually heard members of our crew talk about these two guys separately on a few different occasions. But uh, I am joined by the two hosts of Nature Trail to Hell. I've got Jordan D. White. Hello there. That's and me. I've got Stefan Lawrence. Hello, howdy. And so I will explain to both of you separately. We mentioned off air. Uh, Stefan was one of the people who organized and ran the uh, fantasy convention, which was one of the first things we covered on this show and that I was happily a part of. So he's been mentioned a number of times. And Jordan's been mentioned because you were a co-host of a Sailor Moon podcast that Jen, my wife, is a big fan of that inspired her to do her own for a couple of years. Oh, that's awesome. I I, I didn't know what you were going to say I was mentioned for, and that was not going to be my guess. So that's oh. <laughs> And, and it's also interesting. We are we're in like three different quadrants of the world right now because, uh, Stefan, you're still in L.A. right now. I'm guessing that's right. I'm in Pasadena, California. And Jordan, you are somewhere in the New York State area. Yeah, yeah, up in Westchester, New York. And I am in uh, Barrie, Ontario, which is mm, for you two. It's about an hour north of Toronto. Okay. So if we're triangulating something, like the center of our triangle is probably, I don't know, somewhere in the Midwest. Indiana. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, part of the reason I wanted to have you guys on is uh, I have absolutely loved your show since the get-go, which mm-hmm. is, uh, I thought the concept was really good, but uh, I'm kind of curious, how did it come about that you guys started <laughs> this in the first place? Well, I'll, I'll say the first part, which is I was sitting around thinking about Friday the 13th. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> Because, yeah, I just love the series and I and I literally went on Facebook and said something to the effect of I I wish I had an excuse to talk about Friday the 13th or something like that. Yeah. And I jumped on you super hard. <laughs> like, I really I just jumped. In. I was like, good, because then we should have a podcast about it where I watch them. And, and because I haven't seen any of them. And I I, I really, really I, th- I, I was aggressive. And and I had just uh, stopped doing sailor business. Um, I listen. I think they're still going. But I I um, I I did it for over two hundred episodes. We did all of the original uh, anime of Sailor Sailor Moon. Uh, so I did it for a very very long time, and um, it was a lot of fun. But they were moving on to Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the live action one, and I stepped off of it. Um, that was and a I was like too far. No, I, well, <laughs> can I? If I'm being totally honest with you, I was. You ready for this? Oh, I was vaguely bomb. uncomfortable doing it because it's not legally available in the United States. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, right, right. right. Oh, it and you uh, okay. like to protect creators. <laughs> and I was just like, I I don't feel like I should do a podcast. The whole concept of it is what I'm watching is I'm watching something that I shouldn't really be watching. Um uh so I I decided to, to step off for a while. Um but I, like I said, so I wasn't doing a podcast at the time, and I was like, like I literally love these movies and an excuse to go on and talk about them for way too long. And, and uh, of course, of course I'll do that. Of course. <laughs> and, and, and I've known Jordan uh, for, for, for a while, just as we ran in similar ish circles in New York city, I used to have a sketch comedy group uh, and you would sometimes come and see the group uh, perform. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Al, uh, he was in a comedy group with uh, Alex Albin, who is the host oh. of, comic book club uh, podcast also on fantasy oh also on fa- fantasy yeah yep. that's amazing and i used to go to i used to go to that show live show in the city a lot and then through that um i became friends with with alex and the other hosts and through that i i got introduced to to the, their sketch group which is so funny and i love them to this day i still again I've told you this a million times, Stefan, but I still force people to watch the origin of relish on a regular oh basis, on That's a regular so basis. That's right. If, if you haven't watched this video, go on YouTube, type in origin of relish. It is. Uh, I, it, sure. In, enjoy it. Uh, here's all I will say about the origin of relish is that uh, it takes humans to make it. <laughs> And also there's an origin of mayonnaise in there as well, which mm-hmm. is, which I think, which is much, much worse. And then I make tartar sauce. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a very uh, funny Okay. One. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's a very pretty, funny one. Yeah. It was a tough one to film. I'll tell you that. <laughs> because you were, because. Be, because I was. reasons you know, or because of what you had to do in the shots. <laughs> it was, there were just multiple takes. Okay. Okay. Of, okay. of gargling ingredients. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Gentle so, spoiler. Yeah. So uh, the the idea was there from the get-go, obviously. How did you work out the format of the show? Was it like was it pretty apparent right from the start? Or did did it require a couple like uh, demo reels in order to get the oh. ideas? 
No, I don't feel like we worked very hard on it at all. <laughs> we, did, we did not work very hard. On it. I mean, we, we essentially established, I mean, the, okay, so the premise of the show, because we haven't uh, explicitly yes. stated. Yeah, I guess we should say. Is uh, that I am, I am not a horror person necessarily. I am a sci-fi action genre fan in general, but I have seen precious little like uh, of, of what we do would call the horror canon. Like there are some biggies that I've seen. I have seen Nightmare on Elm Street and a couple yeah, sadly, others like, sadly. right. But like, uh, haven't seen big swaths of horror. Uh, I mean, there's there's twelve Friday the Thirteenth movies, and he hasn't seen a single one. Exactly, I had somehow missed all of them. I remember standing in the video store and being horrified at what was on the back of those boxes, uh, and was like, "This looks like some of the worst things I could possibly ever like make myself watch." I'm not going to do it. I'm so fascinated by it, but I'm not going to do it. Um, and so, yeah, so I haven't seen so much. And Jordan has seen plenty. Yeah, no, I, and I'm again, I'm not encyclopedic. We just we right. just did Texas Chainsaw, and I'd only seen like what three or four of them before we watched Which them. Which is three or four more than I had <laughs> sure, seen sure. of that series for <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, exactly. And so it, it's it's a bit of an exercise of Jordan not forcing, but gently encouraging me to watch them on a weekly basis, and then we discuss them. So uh, we get into the show. We uh, Jordan quizzes me on what I actually know about whatever we're going to watch already. We watch a trailer for what's ever going to come up and then we just go and go and watch it. And it it, it has evolved into being kind of a, a recap show of the actual movie itself. We give our impressions, but then we actually do like a blow by blow. So if you want to go in depth in some of these uh, movies, that's that's what we end up doing. We sort of but go through every that, last little bit of it, which Stefan was not originally wanting. He no, was I'm very... like, no, we're gonna get, get in, get out, forty five minutes. Get... No, these things are like <laughs> these things are now hangs. You can definitely get in there and and hang with us while we uh, talk about something for just about the length of the entire movie. Which I, I which I did tell him going in because I said we did Sailor Business two hundred episodes. That's a twenty two minute show. Every episode was like at least twice as long as the actual show was. <laughs> like at least. No, and 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 I've been pleasantly surprised at the enjoyability for myself of of doing that it's fun to go into it and really pick it apart and there's things to make fun of but also things to appreciate like it's a we we spend a lot we don't we're we don't take down movies we we, like i have often say that like i'm a admirer of anybody who puts in the effort to make a thing and even if it doesn't turn out to be the best uh I, i still respect that you even got anything made at all and people have gone and seen it right so I mean, like, yeah, yeah. We didn't. There, has there been a movie that both of us thought was absolutely terrible? Well, there we must both have hate. Been. We both hate Jason X. No, no. What? I love no. Jason. Wait, X. Oh, did I get I that wrong? Okay. Jason we, X. we both How love uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. No. Ooh, I hate that one. <laughs> I hate that one. I, like, I, like, I don't think you hated Saturday the Fourteenth, but you didn't like love it, right? I mean, <laughs> I did. I did love it, but boy, did I like it more than you did. Yeah, you did. I really disliked it. Um, was there a Texas Chainsaw we both thought was really just undeniably just, bad, just garbage? Um, so, I th- like neither of us liked three, but no, I don't hate it. Exactly. I think even the worst of the Texas Chainsaw, the worst of the Texas Chainsaw series are just mediocre and meh, right? Yeah. And they and the problem is that they have to live up to something that is so extreme and intense and like horrifying, right? The the first movie casts such a large shadow that anything else that is is trying that trying to get there and doesn't is just like eh, womp womp. 
right? Yeah, <laughs> some of the worst movies are just the womp womps. Listening to your show, it was it amazed me because I I've seen Chainsaw one and two. I think I may have seen three at one some point, but I definitely remember the trailer for three oh. more than anything else. And I, I, that nothing when to do that with the actual movie came out. I was just like. I can't wait till we get to the trailer. <laughs> it's so batshit. I mean, better the, than the, the movie. The Lady sure. of the Lake Excalibur Chainsaw trailer. Yes, absolutely. Like, because this, you know, why Saw's didn't you make that movie, man? That movie would have been much more fun. I want to see, see that movie. And and now actually, so so one of the running things that we've talked about on on our Texas Chainsaw series is that they missed an opportunity by always setting it in Texas. Yes. That they really should have done the, you know, Pennsylvania Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre and the Idaho Chainsaw Massacre. Absolutely. But they should also have done, period, Texas Chainsaw Massacres throughout the ages. So done a medieval Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Interesting. Now, which I yeah, guess I is mean, just, which I guess is just Army of Darkness. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that is that is that. So uh, uh, with all this, uh were you expecting to do a second season? Like you kind of announce it. It sounds like you sort of announce it like almost like oh mid flow during one of the last episodes. That <laughs> is it was real. It was real. Oh, we had oh, talked 100%. about wanting I to was do not... one. Yeah. But no, we had said like we'll do more, like we'll yeah. figure something out, we'll figure it out. But it was in the moment where he mentioned Oh, I've never seen any of the Texas Chainsaw movies because I'm scared of them. And I was like, what? And then I immediately <laughs> got backed into a corner. I felt like I was like, well, I just walked right into that one. Yep. And uh, because I was legit terrified to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> I ended up watching it. So one of one where I end up watching my movies is I have a, uh, a projector and uh, speakers set up in my garage. And yeah. it's not like, oh, this is, it's not like, oh, my, my nice garage where it is, uh, like, you know, re renovated and it's like beautiful concrete floors. No, it is a gross, dirty oh. 1950s garage. I didn't know uh, that. Where, oh, where you can see daylight through like cracks in the board. There's like holes in the wall. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is legitimately not a nice garage. And so it makes anything I walk, watch out there much creepier just by like, I'm not like at home on my couch. I am like in a drafty garage with like blankets wrapped around me in the middle of winter and a space heater. Uh, and, it, and it smells a little like a dead mouse. So anything I watch out there is much, much worse. So I watched it at like 10 in the morning is when I decided to watch Chances Chainsaw Massacre because I was like, I want daylight. Turns out that actually doesn't matter in the Texas Chainsaw series. They will kill you in daylight too. It yes. is not like Friday the 13th rules where most everything happens at night. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, the I, daylight is worse. The daylight is legitimately worse in Texas Chainsaw. Part of me wants to call out the uh, wrapping yourself in blankets in the middle of winter in California, but I know you guys got snow like two weeks it ago. At night, it goes down to like 35, 40, like out in the garage. It's oh, not... muffin. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> Look, we had a couple rainstorms. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a delight. I mean, I will say he was, he was very trepidatious to protect the chainsaw. Although that said, he was also nervous to watch 
Friday the 13th. Which... I, I was until I watched the first one. And right. then I'm like, never mind. As... I can clearly do all of these. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. As it like, turns it's... out, they are scary themed, not necessarily <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah, they're scary. they're they're like um uh, I don't know. They're like a little thrilling and but they're not really frightening. They they're more startling sometimes and a little gross. Right. Uh, not, and not, it, maybe I, I, if you're a teenager going to a camp that summer, like maybe it would scare you a bit. But right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I say, yeah, ultimately, I found Friday the 13th to be more fun than I thought it was going to be. There's a ton of those movies that I was surprised at how enjoyably fun they were. And like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking in particular here of uh, part four and six, uh, which I loved both of those in mm. particular. I was like, these are good times. There are some. The lows of the Friday the 13th series are much lower than the lows of the Texas Chainsaw series for me. Well, that's a tough hmm. one. Because, again, I really think Friday the 13th Part 8 Jason Takes Manhattan is terrible. Is the, oh, But oh. I, I would still rather watch it than, than Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 Leatherface or probably a number of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. I would, again, I would still be like, this is terrible. What is happening? This is awful. But I'd probably <laughs> still, I'd probably still watch it before Leatherface, even though that's the one I, again, that's the one I did buy by, not by accident, but because it was in that situation of you could rent it for $3 or buy it for four. And I went, well, I'll just buy it. And now yeah. I'm like, so that, that's the one that you just, you have in your permanent <laughs> yes, collection. Forever. Now. Yes. I know, right. Exactly. Oh, great. So now um, that you go, oh, go ahead. No, no, please, please. Uh, so now that you're two seasons in, is there anything unexpected that you guys have figured out from doing two, I guess, seminal series of horror movies and like going straight through them both? Well, yeah, you first, you first. I was going to say, I think there's a mostly I was surprised at what a mess the Texas Chainsaw series is just all over the place. Uh, and how that service series kind of survives as opposed to Friday the 13th, which is at least because it marched straight through for eight movies, right? Yeah. Those eight movies were like movie a year. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. It created like a much more of a sort of a solid cultural footprint. Mm -hmm. And like Texas Chainsaw has giant gaps in the in, 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 in the timeline, right? So first one was in 74. Next one's in 86. Next one's in in 91 92 something like that right um I like can't remember. Holes I think in right. it and survives almost entirely on the notoriety of the first one right mm -hmm. and a great name right the name texas chainsaw massacre is so good uh but leatherface is so much less defined as a character than jason is right Jason, in the Friday 13th is a masterpiece of characterization and like brand management, <laughs> uh, as opposed to like Texas Chainsaw, which is not. I still, I still have yet to like actually meet and talk to a like legit Texas Chainsaw franchise fan. I mean, I, I know they're out there because I joined the the Reddit. Uh, uh, group in order to post about our podcast, but also so I'm still signed up for it. And I I see them there, but like I don't, I still don't get it. Uh, I don't understand what exactly it is that they love about that series. Like, what is the core of it that makes it work for them? Um, because because just watching the movies, I don't I don't trace it. I don't trace it and go, oh well, the thing that keeps everybody coming back is the no, I don't know. Like like Stefan said, 
the first movie is what keeps everyone coming back. No matter how many bad ones they make, they people go, what is, maybe this one is like the first one. And sometimes no, they kind of are. Well, and we actually, you actually don't get a massacre until the final movie in 2022, when you actually get a actual massacre. There are, there are movies in the series where one person dies. Which is, is true? A, it is true. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What movie? I can't, okay, I'm not going to be able to clock it right now, but they, like, there's one where there's, there's one there's one of them where it's literally like one or two people that dies. Is that true? No, no, no. Hold on. Or leather? Actually, no. Sorry, let me revise that. There's there's one movie where Leatherface kills nobody. No, that's definitely true. Yes, that's where definitely. Leatherface is actually not a murderer. <laughs> in two, I think in two he doesn't kill anybody. Well, it's four. He doesn't kill anybody. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Because um, we Matthew McConaughey. We've watched, we watched a lot of these at this point. <laughs> yes, yes. And and it sounds like you're going to be watching more by the sounds of it. We're, yes. we're going to do a season three at some oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're already starting on it. Um, I, I don't, we don't announce it until we the very feel free to keep it a secret here. I'm, I'm yeah. not pressing for that. There are two so bonus we'll... episodes that are Texas Chainsaw connected that are coming out right now. Um, and then in the last one, we do announce it and we've got th- th- plans for, for, probably what we'll do for the next one although we've also been getting suggestions too and that which also make me go oh maybe we're also open for suggestions yes of course uh we've had a number of uh actually more than one person has suggested children of the corn which are 11 of them which are 11 of them i'm not sure if i'm quite ready for so many texas chainsaws and they were and so many of them were Okay, I am ready for some legit goodness yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for 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 a while, as opposed to everything being in Tremors Six territory. Oh, yeah, it's, I my wife and I used to play this game at Walmart, which was it, you go by the video aisle that it's shrank to the point now where you can barely do this, but it would be I if I get there first and like cover it up like the collection of something is. Guess how many sequels this has? <laughs> so stuff like uh, Land Before Time, which is I remember like two of those movies, but there is something like twelve or thirteen oh of them. Oh my lord! Yeah, because once you hit direct the video market, oh yeah, exactly. This is like when I, uh, I there was a Godzilla super fan in one of the offices that I worked in, and I was like, "All right, where do I even start?" He's like, "Hold on," and he like <laughs> busted out like his like master like Excel spreadsheet of like, "All right, here's where you start in this wow. area, but then you watch these and you go backwards and you do this." He had a, a machete order for Godzilla films that wow. I found completely overwhelming, and I was like, "Never mind." Oh. <laughs> I'll get back to it, but I I wasn't ready. Uh, yeah. That's too bad. That's too bad. I, I've I've only I've only watched a few of them, I, I, and I've mostly watched them like half watched them because my brother is a big Godzilla fan and has been since he was like ten. So like he would always constantly have them on, and I would always kind of like not really watch them. So I'm I'm not super intimately familiar with them, other than the two American ones. And I say two because I didn't watch anything past the first one of the most recent. Batch. You mean you mean the Matthew Broderick one? Matthew Broderick one, and then the. Uh, the other one, the one that doesn't really have Brian Cranston in it, even though the, it the, like the, it Gareth Ed, the Gary, right? The Gareth yes. Edwards, <laughs> yeah, which I, I think is pretty good. I no, it wasn't terrible good. or anything, yeah. I, I just didn't ever watch the sequel <laughs> <That's> <laughs> or fine. the other sequel. I did watch the King Kong one again, not the 
Godzilla versus Kong, Kong Skull so, Island. Yeah, I watched Skull Island and I enjoyed oh, that. Which is which is a delight. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway. So so we're not doing till Children of the Corn for season three. No. And I'll tell you another not one yet. we're not doing for season three is the Saw franchise. I really want to do the Saw franchise because I've seen all the Saw movies and I have, I have an enjoyment of them. And it's another franchise that, that has, that I like exploring the connectivity between them because they 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 were really pushing continuity for some of the time during those films. And I very much want to watch them, but Stefan is, that's another one Stefan is very reluctant to do. (laughs) There was an unrelenting bleakness and grossness about our Texas Chainsaw (laughs) run, where those movies were about like moisture and rot for most of those things. And it was, I wasn't, I didn't find myself looking forward to everyone (laughs) sitting down to another one. Right. Uh, so so I was like, let's do something that's a little less uh, in that vein. And maybe we'll come back to our torture porn later, but not give, give, give me a <laughs> oh, second. See, I'll tell you why I don't like the term torture porn. There's two reasons. Go on. No, if they're really they're really all just one reason. Uh, the main one is because it makes it sound like. Well, obviously, it makes it sound like you get off on people getting tortured, right? Um, Ridiculous. I know. Now, because here's the thing. I enjoy watching the Saw movies. I liked both Hostel watching movies. I say both. There's a third one. I never watched the third one. Oh, but I liked the two Hostel. There is apparently. I just never watched wow. it. Wow. Okay. It's not by Eli Roth. That's, is that's there cool. a three in the E for Hostel? Good question. We'll have, That'd to, be great. We'll have to check the poster. That'd be really cool. Um, I like those, but it's not because I am like, ooh, ooh, someone's suffering. I love it. I love it. Like, I watch it and I'm like, oh no, someone's suffering. And I... <laughs> It is a thrill to not to to be unhappy. You, you, in that you are pleased at your thrill. own unsuffering. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I think of it as I I like to watch things that are about intense suffering and and unpleasantness um, because I don't experience those things in my life and I don't want to. I want my life to be content and happy, and so the films can be the place where I where I experience unhappiness, um, and I enjoy them. <laughs> The other see, reason is see, you, other you and I watch movies in slightly different ways. I'm always... I also I also like other things about movies, but that's but, but mostly about the suffering that you are not experiencing. Yeah, man, it's it's. No, I mean, but you, 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 get, that, you can get that from not watch. You don't have to watch a movie to watch people suffer. No, see, that's but that no, that doesn't end. That doesn't end if you just are watching people suffer in life in a movie. It's, you know, watch a Friday the 13th movie. In a Friday the 13th movie, you're going to watch people going through a bad experience for an hour and a half. It's very intense. It's very, you know, you know, people are dying. People are getting stabbed. People are getting frightened. And then it, it resolves and then it ends. And then you go, whew, like I experienced a range of emotion that I don't experience every day and I don't have to. The end. Like now back to my comfortable life. <laughs> And I think that is pleasant. And the other reason I don't like torture porn as a term is because, uh, what was it? It was because uh, because people interpret it as meaning like they mean it to be sex. They mean it to be sexual, right? That's the hence the porn part. And but that's like, not how you. That's not how you experience it. Right, right, right. right no, okay. just yeah, because because like if if it just meant like you know like people talk about food porn, right? And they're not really saying this person right. masturbates thinking about food. They're thinking no, this person clearly like, there is somebody them. who does that. Sure, sure. Um, but like 
if that was the way you should use that term, then normal porn would be called sex porn. And we don't call it sex porn. We just call it porn. It implies sexual. And I don't. Anyway, I don't I don't experience sexual gratification from horror movies. So, th- sorry. Th- th- Jordan, thank you for clarifying. I yes, appreciate appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't eat people, even though we were talking about cannibals a lot last last series. And, and I apologize for accusing you of being a cannibal on multiple <laughs> occasions. So I am sorry. And I'm not going to bring it up again. Um, <laughs> Even if Hannibal is my favorite movie, my favorite TV show of all it's time. It's a good show. Uh, it's a really, really good show. And it uh, does kind of convince you that it's probably okay to eat people for, for some, at some points during it. <laughs> I think that's because well. it's like so well shot, like especially the food yes. scenes, like even like just the, like the regular food stuff Absolutely. is just so well shot that like, it, it kind of makes you just want food and be hungry while you're watching it to a certain extent. I mean, Absolutely. there there was that guy. He lost his leg in a uh, like a motorcycle accident, and he had the hospital save and freeze his leg uh, because he had researched this. And he was like, "There is no law against eating your own leg." And so he was a chef. And so later, he then when he came home from the hospital, he then had uh, his leg. Uh, prepared into tacos and he had a taco party with his friends and they all said it was pretty delicious they said it was very beef like okay okay and that he found to be a morally acceptable loophole in the don't eat other people (laughs) sure i mean yeah that sounds reasonable what do you think about that jordan is that something that you would do if you lost your leg like no, although or the, arm, no, or I, I would. I, my no, leg? First of all, I would be too busy freaking out. Again, I don't want these things in my video. <laughs> life. Um, but but uh, the joke I used to make would be, and I don't have, I'm not, I don't have enough money for this to make any sense. But to, the joke I would say would be, what I would like to do is when I die, have my will say, I want to be cooked and prepared, and whoever eats the most <laughs> gets everything. Like, like, it's like like a, like <laughs> that is a like, movie. It's right like a, there. It's that like a sizzler a, will. Like a comedy <laughs> that you could do. Wow. Yep, yep, All right. I like it. I like Make it. it. I will put my $15 down <laughs> to go see it right now. I, you heard here. Well, look, you can invest right now. Uh, we have a screenplay. Um, <laughs> the screenplay is the, is the, 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 the transcript of the words I just said so far. <laughs> Here's what we've committed to in this house. And I, I I said some words out loud and both my kids were like, yeah, that's great. Definitely do that. Um, Jordan's eyebrows are going up uh, wondering what I'm about to say. But uh, what I had suggested casually over dinner one night was that <laughs> I was that I would like to upon my death for my skull to be preserved and for one of them to be the uh, caretaker of my skull for all perpetuity. And they're like, yeah, great. And and uh, Ellis is like, yeah, I claim it. And I'm like, okay. And then Braden was immediately, who's my oldest, was like immediately, well, I'm taking Mama's skull. Um, <laughs> so, so we are committed to this now. I've, I've done only cursory research. But, but you a, started the research. Okay. There's a research. Yeah, exactly. You need to actually probably clear it, pre-clear it with the California coroner's office. Uh, and then there's a there are only a couple places in the U.S. that are cleared to uh, process human remains in that way. One of them is Skulls Unlimited out in Utah. Uh, that is one of the few places that is licensed to clean and process uh, human bones. So 
anyway, but you just well, kind of we make sure you out. put a clause in your will again saying like look if i die happen. under suspicious circumstances make sure my children didn't kill me for my skull <laughs> i don't look I, I don't fair, suspect once they my become adults such a thing. and figure out how much red tape that they are going to have to go to. They're not going to kill you for your. Oh skull. no, I'm 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 going to pre-clear everything. It's fine. <laughs> and and then the rest of my body is going to go in a sky burial where they're just going to put me on a tree and I pop a mountain and have birds pick me over. So I don't think I I don't think I made actual arrangements yet. I probably should. Oh well, it's about that time, Jordan. Yeah, I know. Brent, what are you going to be doing with your body? <laughs> Fired out of a cannon. Oh, cool! But I, like, I want I, loosened up so uh, I flail like a muppet, like you're <laughs> ragdoll it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So really, just like cut cut the sinews and tendons, so 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 that right the the limbs can kind of go all wibbly wobbly. And if somebody can edit, like stitch edit the video of uh, Miss Piggy hitting me, and then you mm. just see my body go flying, that would be good. Well, there was a uh, when Hunter Thompson died. He got fired out of a cannon. Yeah, which he had to be built. Johnny Depp paid for, paid a million dollars to build what? a cannon that his remains got fired out of. Yes. Yeah. And when you say his remains, do you mean like, like, like his no, like corpse his ashes, or like he was ashes? ashes, ashes. Okay. Ashes. Okay. okay. Not like a big Not a human fiery cannonball. gut cannon. No. <laughs> See, is it bad at me whenever I hear stories like that? My next question is like, okay, that's great, but. Now what's being done with the cannon? Like you, you oh, paid a million dollars for it. <laughs> well, then you take it on the road, and I'm <laughs> sure other people are going to want their remains fired out of cannons. Or if I mean, if it's Johnny Depp, it probably gets you know, like turned into a memorial and put placed somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's, well, that's a smart thing to do with it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> wow, this interview has gone in some really <laughs> weird. <laughs> but uh, not that well, it's like not terribly not surprising. Our this. our podcast is not the most disciplined of podcasts. I mean, like we we definitely sure. do talk about the movies. Oh yeah, and we, yeah. And, we, and we get into it, but we're not afraid. Look, we have two hours. We're gonna go on a tangent. Oh yeah, it's, we we do that. We're we're fairly structured with our show, but with the tangents do occur, especially if there if there's been like something new comes out that we've all seen and it wasn't originally scheduled to be part of the show and then but we're all excited about it and then it kind of takes over like like if like like if one of us was just on national television randomly and and we all just found out about it this morning and yeah uh, (laughs) way to bury that lead there It's a, it's, you, it, one of those interesting things with both of you guys is I feel I should kind of do a follow episode with you each individually <laughs> as, uh, on like separate things, especially when like, you know, how do you become and somebody who works on theme parks? That's like because uh, yeah. for uh, practice, Claire, practice, part, practice. Yeah, it's part of how I'm practice working. <laughs> Part of how uh, Stefan for fantasy is he worked with my cousin who's in the industry. So every once in a while, I'm talking to somebody and like, oh, my cousin works on theme park stuff. And that's a job. Like, well, yeah, you somebody has to do it. Somebody had to make it. Which was actually that was my main justification for why I moved to California. I was like, well, somebody's got to do that job. Why not? It could be. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Did you move um, to California to become a theme park designer? 
that's well, awesome. I would. So, yeah, it was a it was a conscientious like uh, like like I went out and did like two exploratory trips first and did a bunch of interviews and kind of start, started to line things up before we left. But then but then, yes, I did move my entire family across the country in order to, to get into the parks. I mean, that's exactly what I did to move to New York City and become a comic book editor. So where are you from? I don't know. Well, I was uh, I was raised born and raised in Connecticut, and then I went to school up in Binghamton, New York. Um, and so Binghamton is where I was for a really long time before I moved down to New York City. Okay, um, gotcha. That's where I was again, living living extremely cheaply because Binghamton is a very inexpensive town to live in. And then um, decided to move to the most expensive city expensive. in all of. That's the US that's States. where you go to make comics, man. Like I was like, I want to work at at the time DC was there as well, but I wanted to work at Marvel anyway. Marvel was always my favorite. I was like, I want to work in comics. And my wife was uh, about to go into medical school, and she said to me, "Where do you want me to apply to medical school?" so that you can do something. I was like, well, I'd love to, ideally, I will go to New York and work in comics. And that's what we did. Alrighty. Uh, going back to your podcast, one of the things that usually comes up with horror movies, especially in a franchise uh, like Friday the 13th, and I, much like you said earlier, I don't really know anybody who likes the franchise of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but we'll say they're out there. They are. Is uh, it, it also comes up with Saw and other films? Is the people have favorite kills oh, in sure. their series? Mm, now, okay. one of the things I don't think you guys covered because you did rate the films that you like from least to best is: Do you have a favorite kill from either franchise that sticks out in your head? What? Well, um, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of what course. Do you, what, what yeah. do you got? What do you got? Uh, well, I will say one of my favorites because I was like, oh, finally, uh, was uh, there was. I think I know what you're so, going to say, and it's going to be. I, I think it might be the same one I was going to say. It's, ahead, it's, it's it. possible, possible. I don't want to steal your thunder. No, no, but, go, go. But every single time I would go out to my creepy garage to watch one, <laughs> uh, my my wife, uh, who has who spent a lot of the 80s watching horror movies and slasher movies of all sorts uh, and now doesn't really though we watch halloween movies and other things like that together she'd be like oh i think this is the one where uh there's somebody in a sleeping bag and they oh. and jason picks it picks him up and smashes it against the tree okay. and every single time it was not that <laughs> it kept not happening for so long and she'd be like no i swear it's it's this one and been like no i think it, it happens in part seven i want to say right it's uh with yeah uh, it's seven because it, it's it the one with the cut, house full of assholes. So much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got cut so much, and with the psychic girl. Yes, I mean, there's a lot right. of houses full of assholes. Come on, you gotta be but more this, specific. This one is the foot. No, 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 no. I mean, this is the one where everybody is an asshole. Like that entire yeah. that entire house. There's like maybe one, but she's not even that great. No, they're all. They're, you're right. They're all terrible. It's a house full of jerks who barely like each other. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was that one because because they cut it. They cut it really hard. Um, like, I think you just get one hit on the tree. Right. And then and that's it. Yeah. Um, and I think the original version of it, like he beats her against a tree a million times. Um, but yeah, that's a good I would, one. I would say the other one. And I'm I'm not going to. That wasn't the one I thought I was I was thinking of. Though. Oh, OK. Uh, the the other one that I really like is. Um, is in part four where the dude is taking a shower and i don't remember what the dude's name the dude's yeah, name is like yeah, chad yeah. or something oh, I don't and remember. and and it feels a little bit like a role reversal where they're given like sexy shots of chad in the shower 
that's not Chad, but like, and, and, and he's just showered and being all a dumb dude. And then he gets his head like squashed like a grape against the wall. And it, it, uh, which I, which I remember finding very satisfying. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Um, see what, 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 what happened was when you started saying it, you, you were so like, uh, hesitant and almost apologetic that I thought you were going to talk about the best kill from Jason X, which is really great. If you don't remember what it is, I will remind you. Oh, is it the, um, go ahead. Go ahead. It is. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Jason is uh, getting autopsied by a scientist girl, uh, on the spaceship and he wakes up and dips her face in liquid nitrogen and then smashes it on great. the counter. It's pretty <laughs> it's great. Pretty it, looks, it, it looks really, it's really gruesome and really fun. Hold on. I, I gotta be right back. My cat is trying to get out. One second. Oh, no worries. Jason X, for the record, is one of my favorites. It's great. It is great. Stefan is 100% wrong, and we yep. can all agree on that. It is a really great movie. It it is a little cheap. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like there are uh, the one like the I would say its biggest shortcoming, and Seven won't agree with this. He will not that it's it's not the biggest. Its biggest shortcoming, I think, is the score because it's pretty clear that the score is like a synth score done on on a synthesizer. Like it's not a real yeah. or like score. Um, but other than that, I just I really do adore it. He, we're talking about how great Jason X is and how wrong you are. <laughs> Both of us agree. Both of so, us. Now, I I can I will add a little bit of different context. I'm not sure if you've heard from any of your your listeners beyond maybe me at this point. So, uh, Jason X was shot in Toronto. Oh yeah. So a lot of the actors who are like kind of I hate to use the term nobodies, but like not people you recognize. Good chunks of them are from Canadian television that you guys I... never see. Like the uh, the stoner kid who's playing the the laser tag or the, yeah, yeah. the mouse. Yeah, no, his he name is. is he it, was it's a, a silly name though, but I can't remember. Yeah. What it was. It's not mouse, but it's something very similar to that. He was a staple of uh, a channel up here called YTV, which was like our like our kids network that and that they had like they brought out a new show every couple of years to fill in with old episodes of you can't do that on television and other stuff that was shot in Canada. It, but there was like, it was like always a high school show or revolved around a high school diner or something like that. Like he was a stalwart of all of those shows. So watching him get murdered was pretty good. Azrael. I, I, I looked up, I looked at my notes from the episode. Nice. Um, <laughs> it wasn't mouse. No. Nope. Nope. Um, but I can see why you're thinking mouse because Azrael is, I think, isn't that the name of the cat? Azrael. In... Yeah, from from Smurfs. Yes, Smurfs. Exactly. and yes, cats yes, eat mice. So you cats that's... eat mice. Yes, no, that's right. I, I would say uh, in Texas Chainsaw, I will actually. Well, there's probably there's probably favorite, and then there's the thing that's probably the worst. I will say mm. the uh, which, which are which I think are two different things. Uh, I would say my favorite is probably. Actually, the scene in the 2022 where he just like liquefies an entire bus of people. Yeah, of course. Uh, I would say is uh, was just a joy to actually see. And is clearly they loved doing it. They clearly were like, oh, we're going to make this the wettest, most grossest. Uh, like, it's just like a blender. And you're like, oh, this is why chainsaws are bad. Um, <laughs> and so I think they, like that, that would probably be my... Um, you are looking quizzical, Jordan. I'm trying to remember 
what movie the one I'm thinking of is from. I think it, which it's it's funny because like again, I I love Jason X, but even Stefan had to admit that that was a good one. Like you could have a terrible, awful movie that it's like actually, but it has a really good kill in it. But but like, this one thing, yeah, exactly. Like I think that I think the kill I'm thinking of might be from the beginning, from Texas Chainsaw, the beginning. The uh, the prequel to the, the, the prequel remake, to the the two thousand six one, because I think that's the one where uh, they have the chainsaw down on the floor and the guy oh. is, lays down on top of it by accident and they wrestle him to the ground and then they saw up the the his biker body. the biker yeah. the biker yeah. yes exactly that was though, pretty I intense think that was pretty it's pretty, pretty intense though edited in such a way that maybe that's what happened oh that's <laughs> true the, oh, you're right we go yeah anyway uh, I mean I the, say... the, there's also I don't know is that it's a toughie go ahead. I, I would say the, the single worst thing that happens in the entire series, I think for me, I don't know, I'll just say is in part two where there's a uh, stretch. Who's the DJ. Uh, she follows uh Leatherface, uh, like who has kidnapped her friend. Uh, and then he gradually removes her friend's skin and then places her friend's face on her face. And then she just goes, it's wet. And that is the single grossest thing, I think, in the entire franchise. <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, there must be a crazy, awesome kill in number two. And I, there's just not a lot of people die in two either. No, right? like, yeah, no number two, almost nobody dies. Like, like the two uh, kids yeah. at the beginning. And that was fine. It was fine. Um, then what, L L Rick, Rick LG. the prick. <laughs> Rick the prick. And Rick then the LG. Prick. And, like, does nobody die between uh, the guys like Den Dennis Hopper and Leatherface die? No, but I'm saying between those things, between nope, nope. the opening scene and the closing scene, basically nope, no one nope, dies. Nope, it's it's a very low body count movie. Wow, I forgot yeah. that. I forgot that. I, in retrospect, I think like number two probably become is if I'm going to revisit any of them, which is I'm going to put a big if there. Uh, it will probably be part two because it is just so gonzo fun and weird, and is clearly just swinging for the fences in terms of just being its own thing. That's probably the one I'll revisit of all of them. There must have been a really cool kill in the remake, too. I just can't remember any. Then, then, then that is why you fail. <laughs> that is why they fail. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, it's, I, it's just hard to remember. I, I've been enjoying listening to your podcast for the pure fact that it's also dredging up like useless trivia for me. Too, <laughs> sure. that I, I have <laughs> like I, I, it, Poor Stefan, you're lucky, Jordan. You don't have me on Facebook. Stefan, <laughs> and it just every once in a while, when an episode something one of you says, Stefan gets like a whack of messages all at once. Well, I, I really, you had a whole uh, series of things about horror and wrestling crossover, which I really enjoyed uh, hmm. reading and learning about. Yeah, cause, uh, Jordan, you mentioned, I can't remember which episode, it's in one of the Texas Chainsaws, I think, about why haven't they crossed over wrestling, pro wrestling, and, like, horror movies before, and actually, they have a couple times, in a bootleg fashion, oh, okay. sure. I yeah. guess would yeah. be the best way of the... the the two that I brought up is there was a wrestler who worked in Japan for years uh, and worked for um, IWA, which was a, a death match uh, place, <laughs> who was like he was billed as Leatherface, like came out, wrestled in like a Leatherface costume with a chainsaw with no chain on it that he would swing around and stuff like that. And uh, in Canada, we had through Stampede, which is the uh, 
the home of where like the British Bulldogs and Bret Hart and those guys came out of. There was Jason the Terrible that was <laughs> kind of a ripoff of Jason from the Friday the 13th. Movie. Oh. And Jason if you were ever terrible. looking for a bonus movie to do, just to maybe fill gaps in between seasons, there was a Canadian film movie called Monster Brawl that employed a lot of pro wrestlers as monsters wrestling. <laughs> and uh, Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall plays one of the uh, commentators in it. Huh. Which was also during the period where uh, there was warrants out for Dave Foley's arrest in this country. And he kind for, of like tax, tax purposes. Um, it had to do with, I believe, or alimony, alimony, child support, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was sneaking into the country in order to film this terrible movie in order to get money to to pay for the child support, I guess, or allegedly. I should throw that out there so yes. he doesn't sue me. Scandal. But, yeah, but uh, amazing. Yeah. The just stuff like that just always came to mind when you guys were doing that, or like. With Leatherface, I was like, oh, this is the one with the trailer. I, like, And I was sitting in my car. It was like, <laughs> get into the trailer because I can't wait to hear Stefan's reaction to this batshit insane idea that they rolled before they ever had a movie. Yep. <laughs> and, um, and strange, strangely, uh, it had very little to do with A Lady of the Lake. Yeah. But again, I want to watch that movie. I would watch it. Right. I want to say Rue Morg just did a, uh, it's a horror magazine, just did like a whole piece on like the greatest horror trailer ever made for a movie that was never made kind of thing. And that was like in it. Uh, so fair. I, I want to thank you guys very much for uh, coming on and, and sort of promoting your show because I, I, I love sharing shows that i like to our listeners because hopefully they they will give it a shot and listen to it too um this will be dropping after your next episode drops so i think it's safe if we want to preview the the show that you guys are doing on friday and the one that's doing coming out the friday sure. following. yeah yeah well yeah so we got we got two more two bonus episodes that uh talk about uh, that are uh, Texas Chainsaw inspired films. Yeah. Uh, so the first one is Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, which is uh, very Texas Chainsaw. It's well, it's inspired by every single thing that Rob Zombie has ever seen in his ever in his entire life. <laughs> yes, yes, a hundred percent. But like, it's it's got. <laughs> A very heavy Texas Chainsaw. Oh, 100%. Because it's just, it, 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 it's, it is flavored like Texas Chainsaw. I mean, plot-wise, it's a group of kids on a, in it's a, the on same a car movie. trip who go no, into yeah. a weird house with a crazy killer family. Yes, it's the same thing. It just goes a little different. Spoiler, I kind of loved it. It's, um, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after and then after that, uh, we do uh, a uh, we watch X. The uh, the uh, oh. the uh, Thai West movie that came out oh, okay. last, last year, uh, also extremely Texas Chainsaw flavored. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we don't want to say too much about that one, but I mean, I'll just say I love it. I love it. We'll see and, what what Stephen thinks. And I'll just say we had a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so. Uh, before we get into the, the final promo for your show, I am also going to make a small offer to you two. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know. It, I don't think you have it lined up for your next season, but you may have it lined up in a future season. 
you have discussed the idea of doing Halloween at some point, except Jordan has an absolute hatred <laughs> of one of the particular films kind of in that franchise. I do. I uh, will yeah. make this offer. If you do end up doing Halloween at one point, I will tag in for Jordan uh, on the zombie <laughs> Halloween movie. Because I've never seen, like, the... Well, no, I have seen the original one once, and I fell asleep halfway through it. What? Yeah, the original Halloween, the first. No, sorry, not the, ori- the original Rob Zombie one. Oh, no, the, I was about to say. No, no, the, the, ah, the original the, Halloween is boring and stupid. The problem and, is that Stefan has seen a bunch of these movies. Yes. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think we're we're we we will get to it. I guarantee you that. Oh, I, I that, that, like that I said, will, I that figured it was further it. down the road. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. And, uh, but um, I would like to sh- say no, that, that, that is a, that is incredibly generous, as that apparently is one of Jordan's least favorite movies of all time. One yeah, that he, makes you actively angry. It does. And sad. I think it shouldn't. I think it's a negative force in the universe. It would the world would be better if it didn't exist. <laughs> no, so so I I appreciate Brent your. Uh, <laughs> Your your generous and giving heart. <laughs> I just uh, like it. It is one of those things. Listening to your show, it is obvious that Jordan does <laughs> not like that movie to the point of like almost pain, and I I would not like to see him hurt. But you know yeah. what? I like his Halloween too. I think his Halloween two is good. <laughs> I think his Halloween two is the best movie named well, Halloween two. I mean, R- Rob Zombie, uh, most consistently inconsistent. <laughs> there you go. That yeah. we could do a whole other podcast on on that on a whole because well, I well I know that we we had talked about because after after we did the uh, recorded the bonus for uh, House of a Thousand Corpses uh, that Jordan was like well, well we should probably just do Three from Hell and Devil's Rejects too right yeah 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 I think we so. should but uh, we'll, we'll, so we'll far we haven't agreed to it yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. I, look I'm, I'll, I'll uh, throw this out there that maybe I, I don't know how people feel about it but devil's rejects is one of my favorite revenge flicks ever made it's very good and i've never seen three from hell but i feel like i've come to like the first one more i than i did the first time i saw it i think devil's rejects is great i should see it um but you never know well finally as it turns out there are more movies to see in the world Finally, uh, where can our listeners find your show? Uh, just about anywhere that fine podcasts can be downloaded, except for Stitcher, which keeps giving me an error code. So, sorry, Stitcher. <laughs> but everybody, everywhere else, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, blah, 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 blah. Anywhere that you usually get a podcast, you can find it. Okay. Yeah. Nature Trail to Hell. Name, named after Trail to Hell. Yeah, named after a Weird Al song, which is a delightful Weird Al song, if you don't know it. (laughs) Thank you very much, both of you, for uh, coming on. And thank you, Brent. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at truenorthnerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us.
Your phasers are sexy It's the way